Welcome to the Urban Planners Podcast, hosted by Gigi the Planner. This podcast is about all things urban planning related and otherwise. In this setting, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the planning field. We'll even delve into some very controversial topics involving the role planners have to take in their everyday lives and jobs. Without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. This This is Gigi the Planner. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 35 of the Urban Planners Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the topic of choosing the planning school for you. So let's jump into today's episode. So this is a question that I get from a lot of my students. They're trying to figure out what school they want to go to. I wouldn't say that it's simple, but I wouldn't say that it's all that hard. Now, first off, there really aren't a whole lot of schools that offer degrees in planning. As I've mentioned in the past, schools that offer degrees in planning are predominantly going to offer master's in planning. There are a number of schools in the U.S. that offer bachelor's in planning, but generally, they'll be offering a master's in planning. So the first thing to know is that if you graduate from high school, you're limited on which schools you can go to to get a bachelor's degree in planning. Now, once you graduate with your bachelor's, with whatever degree it is, you can then go on to get a master's in planning at more schools, right? Keep that in mind, depending on where you are in life, what your options are. If you don't have a degree yet at all, like, where where can you go? So keep that in mind. So one of the most important things to consider is what about planning interests you? What are your goals as a planner? What do you want to do? The first step is to niche down what your specialization could be if you were to go to a particular school. Now, planning is very broad. There's so many different things that you can get into in the planning field. So I would just do some basic research figure out what are your passions lie to determine like where you could see yourself in the next 10, 15, 20 years as a planner. See, so yeah, I niche down what that is. What is that thing that you want to do in planning? If you don't really know, you know, all is not lost. You could still move forward and, you know, pursue your degree in planning. Now, once you niche that down and figure out that specialization, you can start researching for schools that offer that specialization. Many times you will see, like for instance, George Washington University, they offer a master's in planning. You can go on their website, you can see specialization. Some schools offer specialization, some schools indicate what are the main topics that you could take classes in. Transportation is like one of the number one. Land use is another one. Housing, community development, economic development, sustainability, Those are all general topics that you can usually find at most schools. Now, just because the school that you may want to go to does not have that specialization, that should not deter you from going to that school. If you want to do something like so specific, like food systems planning, for instance, you may not find any school that specializes that. That doesn't mean that you don't go to get a planning degree. You just have to position yourself once you graduate 
to move into that particular sector of planning. So that's number one. Number two, and I'm giving these numbers in no really particular order, but this is the things that I jotted down in my notes. Determine if you're willing to travel. It's kind of hard to find online programs, and I will mention one that that you could do. Is there, are you financially able to travel, to move to another place, to get this degree? Check to see if there's any local schools in your area that offer the degree. So that is like one of the main things you have to look into in determining, especially once you get later on in life, you get a little bit more situated, you may have kids, or whatever the case may be. It's a little kind of hard to actually like up and move somewhere else. So keep that into consideration. Are you willing to travel to another state? How far are you willing to travel? If you were to move to another state, which states would that be? You know, keep all those things in mind. Some people, they just will go wherever college would take them, right? So that's important to know. Now, I did some research of what schools out there offer an online master's degree in planning. Very few schools do. University in Florida is one of the number one colleges that offer online master's degree in planning. I had a co-worker who did that program. I believe University of Southern California offers one. I think it's more like executive master's, if if I'm correct. In planning, you can look into that school. But when you're researching and Googling, you're not going to really find a lot. So keep that in mind. If all else fails, I would just go search University of Florida. So number three, look at what their requirements are to enter the school. A lot of things that they require, letters of recommendation, GRE scores, GPA, personal statement, like what are those things? The personal statement, letters of recommendation, that's sort of like an easy thing. Now the GRE score and your GPA, those are more concrete things that you have to provide. So keep in mind, if you're still working on your bachelor's degree, Try to maintain good grades as best as you can because a lot of these graduate programs, they require you to at least have a 3.0 GPA. So you need to have uh, be average going into a lot of these schools. So keep that into consideration. I'm sure you may be able to find a school or two, maybe more than a school or two, but some schools that may not have as stringent requirements, but keep all those things in mind. Number four, and this is one of the big ones, look at the cost of attending the school. I cannot stress this enough. We live in an American society where the largest debt owned by us as Americans is college debt. Keep in mind the cost of attending these schools that you're looking to go to. At the end of the day, you need the degree. Nine times out of 10, it doesn't really matter where you went. The school that you go to doesn't really weigh that heavily on the employer. They just look to see if you have the degree. They don't really look that closely at what school you went to per se. Now, the school that you went to may come into factor when they say, oh, well, they went to school, same school I went to, and they can feel some sort of camaraderie with you. I remember, and this is, I don't know if this is kind of funny, at my job that I'm at right now, that one of my supervisors at, at the city was stating that they were trying to hire for an assistant planner position, and one of the applicants was a Harvard graduate. And as well known as Harvard is, 
he did not want to select that person to be interviewed. And I was like, wow, you would think the opposite, right? But I felt like he was probably intimidated by the person. And he was like, why would we want to Harvard? They probably think they're, you know, all that in the bag of chips. So I'm not trying to deter you from going to Harvard and get your master's in Harvard. But at the end of the day, people look more at the degree that you got than at the school that you go to outside of, I'll probably say, the Ivy League schools. But that's generally what it boils down to. So look at the cost of attending the school. You can compare and contrast all these different schools. You may have to call the school to see how much it's going to cost per credit hour, those types of things, because you don't really want to be having so much debt unnecessarily, basically. Also, as it relates to the cost of attending, check to see if there's any possibility for you to get scholarships, if they offer teaching assistantships, research fellowships, or any of those types of things where you can get a deduction. And also, I would suggest that you listen back to episode 11 of this podcast where I discuss how to graduate from college debt-free. I was able to do so, and you guys can too. So check that episode out. Another very, very, very important thing to look at, and it's going to help you further down the line, is check to see if that school has been PAB accredited. And the reason why you would want to check that is to... That helps you get a little bit closer to obtaining the ASCP, which is American Institute of Certified Planners, that certification that planners obtain. Graduates from a PAB accredited school are able to take the test sooner than those that do not. If you graduate from a PAB accredited school, you could take the test in two years. If you get a master's from a school that's not, it has to be three years. So keep those things in mind when you're looking at the programs. So... Check to see if they have that accreditation. Also, I think another important thing to look at is check to see if the school offers internships, has an internship credit required for graduation, or anything along those lines, because I, it is very important that going into you know, the planning school, then transition to the field that you have some internship experience. And it's a lot easier to obtain an internship if you can say that this is like a credit or college requirement type of thing. Not to say that it's impossible without, but you can just present that to a potential employer and they may be more willing to allow you to intern with them. So I, I think it's so crucial for planning students to intern. So check to see if that school either requires or it's an optional class, an elective. For me personally, it was an elective to get an internship for both my undergrad and my grad, and I did it for both. And I gained some valuable experience. And experience that I gained was not so much experience for, like, help me with my career. It geared me more towards what I didn't want to do. I think it's valuable to do internships to just learn that. If you're just going to learn anything, at least learn, okay, I can see myself doing this or I can't see myself doing this. That is some of the things that I learned in my internships in grad school and in undergrad. So keep that in mind. Two more points and then we'll wrap up. 
I would highly suggest you to check on LinkedIn, maybe even go on the school's website and maybe contact the faculty there and the, the program director. And I would suggest to reach out to people that graduated from the school. I think that it is crucial to reach out to the alumni and see what their take is on the school, what they liked about the school, what they disliked about the school, and if you start to narrow down the type of schools that you want to go to. And then my final thing that I would like to mention, and I would say this is probably one of the most important, is check to see if any of the faculty are practicing planners. Now, this seems like maybe, why does that really matter? If they're a good teacher, they're a good teacher. One of the things that I would have said that my program was missing was more practicing planners, personally. Because there is a disconnect between what you learn in school and what's out there in the real world. So if the school has more practicing planners on their faculty, then that disconnect won't be so great. So... That is something that I think is extremely crucial. Check to see if these people worked at a planning local government, private, or whatever the case may be. See if they do have that. Now, of course, it's not like a make or break. All these things are just suggestions. But I think it's very important that they do have a handful of practicing planners on their faculty to give that perspective from that side. Because... When you're going to these classes, so academic-based, so much theory, and then when you get out into the real world, you're like, oh, I don't see how what I learned in school correlates to what I'm actually doing out in the field. So that was one of my biggest issues coming out of planning school was that disconnect between school and the real world. And that's probably general in most fields, but... I'm just saying particularly for playing, that was one of the things that I noticed. So yeah, those are my few tips. Uh, Hopefully that helped many of you guys determine what you need to look for when you're trying to pick that perfect school for yourself. Of course, you probably won't find a perfect, perfect school, but just take those few tips into consideration. That's all we have for today, folks. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Urban Planners Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please head over and leave a five-star rating on iTunes and subscribe to this podcast so that you won't miss out on an episode. If you would like to buy personalized urban planning gear and other products or are in need of some urban planning career coaching, please head over to ggtheplanner.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at ggtheplanner. Have a great week and we'll see you next episode.